This is Rhema for Today. You know, you, you can disagree without being disagreeable. But I love them, you know. And I'd try to share it because, see, I saw they needed it as badly as I did. Or had needed it. But, you know, they, 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 they said, oh, I wish I could believe that. I just wish I could believe that. I mean, ministers of the gospel, pastors of large churches, you know. I remember one fellow, bless his heart. I wished I could believe, you know, he said with tears sitting across the table. Me, I wished I could believe God wanted me to have something. Now, see, he believed God didn't want him to have anything. He constantly confessed God didn't want him to have anything, so he didn't have anything. But I believe God wanted me to have something, and I constantly confessed. He supplies all of my needs, hallelujah, praise God, and I had something. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Confession, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But now I perked up my ears, you see, when this Baptist fellow, you know, because after all, you see, see, he's Baptist. You know, I used to think the Lord Jesus Christ and all his apostles were Southern Baptists. It came a real shock to me when I found out they weren't. I know Paul couldn't have been Baptist. He said, I thank God I speak with tongues more than y'all. I, I mean, that would have been virtually impossible for him to have been Baptist, wouldn't it? So I began to listen to this fellow. And, and, and he said, he talked about how hungry, you know, he's pastor of First Baptist Church in a in, in a, a, a town about, uh, oh, 25, 28, 30 miles from my town. And he, he, he just got hungry, you know. He, he said, I just realized that, now he's pastor of this church. It's the biggest church in town. He's got hundreds of people. It's the biggest church in town. But he said, I, 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 the more I read the Acts of the Apostles, he said, I just said to myself, now they just had something more than what we have. And if it's the same Holy Ghost, well, it ought to be the same. And he said, I, I, I never thought about speaking in tongues. But he said, one night before the Sunday night service, and in those days, your Sunday night service, even with Baptists, was a big service. People came to church, you know, in depression days. You know, they'd go to the show if they had a nine, but didn't have a nine, so they'd just go to church. <laughs> and you'd fill the building up on Sunday night. And so... Uh, so he said, I just, this, in my study, you see, before the Sunday night service, was just a praying. And seeking God, telling God how hungry, you see, I am, and, and, and uh, for, for the power of God, and that I, I, I just am so powerless. And he said, finally, I just got down, I just laying flat on the floor on my stomach in my study, just lying flat on the floor, crying out to God. And he said, God began to bless me. I'd been blessed before. I, I knew his spirit and his presence. But he said, before I knew what was happening, I was speaking in this strange language. And I got up and I sat up and I thought, dear Lord, what in the world? <laughs> but he said, it felt so good. And I felt such a release that just sitting there on the floor, I got to singing and laughing and talking in this strange language. And I thought, dear Lord, what in the world? And he said, the Lord brought to my mind an Assembly of God preacher who had a radio program. Now, it was sponsored by business people. 
And so singers from the church would sing and they just, you know, rather than to be controversial, they just preach salvation message. But he said something on the inside of me. He said, if you'd call him, he'll tell you about it. Well, he said, I didn't know him. I just heard him on the radio. See, there wasn't no TV in those days. And so he said, I just went to the telephone book, you see, to look up this fellow and, and, and his church because he didn't advertise the church on the TV program. Got the telephone number and I thought, well, he'll probably be in his study right now, just like I am, before the Sunday night service. See, sometime before the service. And so he said, I called and sure enough, he answered. I recognized his voice because I heard him already. And I said to him, I'm pastor so-and-so of the First Baptist Church. And he said, I've got something. I don't know what it is, but I think you know. And about that time, he said, I got to talking in tongues on the telephone. And he said, yeah, that's it. That's it. You've got it. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, now, here's what I started to say. Now, see, I began to listen to that Baptist preacher. Because, see, he's Baptist. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, that's one thing that turned me, you see, that direction, you see. Because I began to listen to him. And, and I knew something about him, you know, and something about his background anyway. Very renowned individual, you see. Like I said, pastor the biggest church in his city. The largest church. Praise God. Well, uh, God met him. Hallelujah. Well, you see, when I learned about that then, well, I, I walked in the light of it. But you see, here we still struggle for finances. Revelation knowledge I'm talking about. You see, when, when I heard that Baptist preacher, that put me back into the Word. You see, I began to search out what the Word of God said. He gave a number of scriptures, you see, that we had sort of glossed over. And I began to look at it, and, and I saw it. When it came to finances, you know, you know we, we'd heard the wrong thing about that. Or else the lack of the right teaching. Well, we just uh, thought, you know, I mean, the impression was left, you know, that the more spiritual you are and the more scriptural you are, that the more poverty-stricken you should be. You know, and as I say sometimes, you know, just go through life, you know, with you barely get along, live on barely get along street. But I began to, the Spirit of God, as I was praying and seeking Him, began to bring scriptures to me. And God took me back to the Word. When I saw what the Word says, then I began to believe God. And I began to confess. And I held fast to it. I mean, it looked like sometimes it wasn't working there to begin with, you know. The devil tried to cheat you out of it, but he can't. But I confess prosperity. Well, I didn't have a dime in my pocket. Amen. Amen. I'm prospering. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I just kept rising to the top. Just kept rising to the top. And minister friend. Now, good people don't misunderstand me. I love them. They love me. They don't agree with me. You know, you, you can disagree without being disagreed. But I love them, you know. And I'd try to share because, see, I saw they needed it as badly as I did. Or hadn't needed it. <laughs> but you know, they, 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 they said, oh, I wish I could believe that. I just wish I could believe that. I mean, ministers of the gospel, pastors of large churches, you know. I remember one fellow, bless his heart. I wish I could believe, you know, he said with tears sitting across the table. Me, I wish I could believe God wanted me to have something. Now, see, he believed God didn't want him to have anything. He constantly confessed God didn't want him to have anything, so he didn't have anything. 
but I believe God wanted me to have something. And I constantly confess, he supplies all of my needs, hallelujah, praise God, and I had something. Now, another minister friend of mine, bless his heart, known him for a number of years, and he loves the Lord. He's born again, spirit-filled, and, uh, and, and pastor of Full Gospel Church. And he believes in divine healing. He believes that God does heal. He don't know why he does, but he does. He'll even pray for the sick and get folks healed once in a while himself. But now, now he does not believe that, uh, that uh, God intends that you live without sickness, you know, or disease. Or in other words, live, uh, walk in health. Now, if you get sick, you might get healed or you might not get healed. So he stays sick most all the time. See, and so he'd just say, because he don't get healed, you see, or didn't or hasn't, it's just not the will of God to heal everybody. Now, now God does heal people if it's his will, but it's just not his will to heal everybody. You know, and some folks, you know, I just believe that it's, you know, that, that it's his will some people be sick. Well, I said, now, isn't that strange? You keep believing that and keep saying that and you stay sick. I believe it's his will to stay well. I keep believing and confessing I stayed well all these half century now. 48 years, that's nearly half century, isn't it? So I just like what I'm doing better. I believe I'll stay with that and you can stay with what you want to. <laughs> we'll just still be friends. <laughs> Praise God. Just stay with it and stay sick if you want to. But I believe I'll stay with this and stay well. But now you see, the truth about the matter is that, that he's going by natural human thinking. See, he sees this and didn't get healed and that and didn't get healed and I didn't get healed. And I don't know why I didn't. I remember I did then, but then I didn't this time, so it must not be God's will every time. See? Reasoning out in his head. But uh, you see, even if sickness does come, I don't accept it. I hold fast to the confession of what the Word of God says. I wouldn't advise you and wouldn't encourage you to do anything that I haven't done. I know it's not the easiest thing in the world, right, in the face of pain. Praise God to confess that you're well in Jesus' name. Now, see, you're not saying you're well because you feel well, because you'd be lying if you said that. You're saying it because the Word said it. You're saying according to the Word of God. I remember a number of years ago, a few times I've been attacked, not, not, not too often. I go along sometimes five, seven years and have no particular physical problems No, all. Don't even know how you got a body. But I remember on one occasion, oh, let's see, about uh, 16 years ago or so, uh, I, I, I was uh, attacked with a prostate gland problem, trouble, and began to hemorrhage. Well, I never said a word to a soul about it. And you talk about most excruciating pain in the nighttime. And I just reasoned like this, you know. I said, well, now I went to school and studied the multiplication table. And after these years, the multiplication table still works. You know, three times three is nine, isn't it? I never stopped to question, will, it, will that work? Is that still good today? So I just went back to when I was healed, you see, acting on Mark eleven twenty three and 24. I said, that's just as true. Praise God now as it was then. So I just acted on God's word, confessed I'm healed, and it all disappeared. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, 
I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagen's two-CD set entitled Winning the War of Words. Next is Kenneth E. Hagen's four-CD set Knowing God as Your Father. The last item is Lynette Hagen's slimline book God's Peace, all for the price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I say all the time, thank you for helping us to bring hope, hope help, and healing, healing to the world. Yes. Well, how is that being done? It's through our word partners. Well, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us on a regular basis. Somebody that sends in an offering at least once a month to help support Raymond. Yes. Now, you know, many people think they can't give because they don't have much to give. Hey, listen, if everybody gives what they can, no matter the amount, yes. then it helps us to be able to continue this program, to be able to continue our Bible schools all yes. around, to keep winning more people to God. And so if you would like to be a word partner, just go to rhema.org slash, that forward slash, all the information's yes. there. I want to thank you that are already word partners, but I want to thank you that will become word partners with us. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Confession. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.